let's be radically honest. There's a reason why you decided to become the professional or entrepreneur that you are today. Is it safe to say that it wasn't to be away from those you love or sacrifice yourself and your health while doing it? What if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working harder? What if stress and overwhelm were a thing of your past? Entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of comparison and imposter syndrome so that you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. Hello, 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 and welcome. My name is Ranchelle, and you are on Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. You know, I always have to giggle when I say that because I'm like, it's a good thing I'm in the right place at the right time. Timing is everything, so people tell me, but you know what? Uh, Timing is what you make of it. Today's show is being stuck is a choice. Uh, Does that sound familiar for you? Um, Feeling stuck, does that sound familiar? That you don't know what to do, uh, things like it wasn't my fault, I've tried everything and nothing is working. It is uh, frustrating for sure. And I know because I had those very same thoughts in my life uh, early on in my business career. I've had the impact of feeling that in my business until I remembered some very wise words from my parents, which is you always have a choice. You may not like your choices, but they are always there. And uh, and I have to giggle. I saw my parents this weekend and I was at a, a wedding and some of the parents' isms came out um, through this wedding. And that is really one of them. That You are the sum of your choices is another one we talked about this weekend. And of course, being stuck is a choice. And growing up, that didn't feel so great. Uh, there's a few conversations, a few temper tantrums when I heard that for sure. And you know what? Um, this this episode might trigger you and it's okay um if it does trigger you make sure you either comment below i mean i'd love to have a conversation with you either way you of course can uh, email me at rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca uh, i'm pretty easy to find on insta facebook linkedin all of those wonderful places uh come and chat let's chat about why when i say to you that being stuck as a choice might be a trigger for you right And really, um, you know, it's funny, anytime I talk about something, (laughs) I talk about my experiences. So lots of times people say, oh, my goodness, like, you just sound like, I just so resonated with that. And and that just makes perfect sense. It's like, that's because I lived it. (laughs) I've had some amazing experiences. I believe that I'm here on earth. Truly, I believe here, I'm here so that I can share all of, I guess, uh, you know, this is what not to do. This is what to do in your life and ways to to handle things uh, like feeling stuck. And certainly it's not a great feeling. And within that frustration, though, I'm going to talk, um, share with you a few reasons why it might happen. And uh, as always, I'm going to share with you a couple of ways to maybe feel or get unstuck, right? But before we dive in, I'm just going to share with you, you know, I've been coaching and consulting uh, for about 11 years now. And often business owners seek me out because they have tried almost, um, I'll say almost, no, they've tried everything. 
uh, in their business to make more money, have more time. And a lot of times the people that find me are at almost at a breaking point. Their health and wellness is suffering. Their relationships are suffering. And really what they're looking for is uh, more money in their business or their profession and more time. And I think everyone who has a business or, and, or a profession could agree that you didn't decide to do what you wanted to do because you wanted to be working 24 hours a day, seven days a week and 365 days a year. Uh, I grew up in the hospitality industry and my parents did that. My parents owned a hotel, hotel. And this is what happened, not necessarily with them. They had some great boundaries after a while. But when you own a hotel, you literally are on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week and 365 days a year. But I watched my parents um, maneuver through different uh, points, uh, parts of their life where they, you know, worked 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, uh, saw the repercussions of that right, uh, knew that they were making a decision and decide to make a different decision, decide to make a new choice. And so really this whole concept of feeling stuck or being stuck is a choice, uh, that everything is a decision, we might not like all the choices we have, really comes from my experience watching my parents go through this and then myself going through it when I had the Curves franchises as well. So really what I love to do is bridge a gap between where you are and where you want to be. And part of that gap really um, would be more than likely if you're listening to this and you resonate with this message is because you do feel stuck and you're trying all the things, right? You've done this um, marketing strategies, the sales strategies, operations, you have a, a strong business foundation. Um, you might have taken, you know, some sort of time management course or I don't know, social media course or, you know, uh, or all the free webinars, Zooms, uh, PDFs, uh, courses that are out there, and you're still feeling stuck. And there's a reason why you're feeling stuck. And so I'm going to explain it to you from a spiritual perspective and a scientific perspective, because that's really my jam. I really love integrating the two. I'm a very spiritual person. And uh, I also think it's important to understand the science behind it. So let's get into it. Let's talk about what is actually, what do we mean by stuck? What is actually going on? So one of the things that I always share with people is that stuck comes from a lack of clarity. So I think that's the place that we'll start today. So stuck comes from uh, a lack of clarity. So what does it actually mean? And this is important because when I say things like this, I want you to start questioning what exactly do you mean, Ranchal, by a lack of clarity, right? So are you clear where you are? Are you clear where you want to be? But most important, you know, one of the things when I'm trying to dive into the clarity of the situation that I find myself in, I start to think about the questions I've been asking myself. So questions like, why is this happening to me is a question that will keep you stuck. And the reason it keeps you stuck is because your brain is a goal achieving machine. And the moment you ask your brain why, it will give you an answer. And that answer has to do with your past. It will go back to, you know, well, remember when you were in grade two and blah, 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 blah happened, or remember when this happened, or remember when. So you start to bring past experiences into your present, and, you, and you're asking your brain why, and it will show you all the reasons why. And it usually is because 
well, I'll tell you the words that go in my head is because I suck. <laughs> so like, why is this happening? Because uh, you suck, right? What's going on? Because you suck, all right? So all of my limiting beliefs come up when I ask myself why. I remember hearing from somebody a long time ago that really the, um, my uh, life, the epicness of my life, right? Uh, the life I want to create will depend on the questions that I ask myself. And I love that because if you ask yourself why, you're going to find an answer. So clarity can come from changing the way you ask questions. So stop asking yourself why. Does it really matter why? Truly, does it matter why? Think about if you have kids or if you have staff, okay? And you say, well, why did you do that? They're going to answer you. And what's the first thing that comes to your head? And maybe your brains work differently than mine. But I can tell you the first thing that came to my head is stop giving me fucking excuses, <laughs> right? That's with children and, and then when I had staff, it was the same thing, right? It was like, it's just an excuse. So does it really matter why we're stuck? Does it really matter why this thing's going on? No, I, I actually don't think in my world, why is irrelevant. It's happening. I'm having an experience. I can move into the isness. If you've been listening to me, you'll, not, you'll have heard that one before. Move into the isness of the situation, but ask a different question. For example, you can ask yourself, what else is possible, right? So I'm feeling stuck. That's the feeling. What else is possible? right? When you ask yourself that question, what happens? So from a spiritual perspective, um, you start asking what else is possible. You're putting that out into, so the ethers of the world, uh, formless substances, sometimes what it's called, connection to divine spirit, divine intelligence, God, Allah, Buddha, creator, Gaia, whatever you'd like, right? Higher power, goddess, right? <laughs> Put that question out. And the universe, let me use the word the universe, the universe conspires to give you the answers. So when you say what else is possible, the universe starts to like look for ways and means. From a, a scientific perspective, your brain, the RAS, reticular activating system, starts to kick in and starts to find out the answer to that question, which is what else is possible. So I'm feeling stuck. Normally people go, well, why am I feeling stuck? What is this all about? Which is an open-ended question and maybe even a better question than why. But if you ask what else is possible, that's a game changer, right? The other game changer question is, what am I resisting being, doing, or having? Because if you're stuck, you're in resistance of something. And there's a, a law called the universal law of non-resistance. I love this law because it's about moving from being in resistance to the thing, moving into a place of non-resistance. So there's more ease and flow. Um, Abraham Hicks talks about uh, either you're, you're going upstream or downstream, right? If you're going upstream, it's hard. <laughs> Turn the boat around, go downstream, move into ease and flow. So if you ask yourself, what am I resisting being, doing, or having, again, you're opening up the questions to the universe or to science, whatever you want, wherever you want to go with that, and you will start to be in awareness of what you're resisting. The first, usually the first comment 
when I ask my clients that it, and I say, what are you resisting? They go, nothing. I'm not resisting anything. I'm in no resistance at all. So if you're with me and you're answering that question right now, and I say, what are you resisting being, doing, or having, and your response is nothing, I will politely say, bullshit. Uh, I will also then say to you, okay, if you weren't resisting anything, what else might be possible? Right? So, okay, if you're not resisting anything, what else is possible? Right? So you make what you're doing with your brain, because your brain is a goal achieving machine. So your brain really starts to kick in. It wants to, it wants to answer that question. What am I resisting being, doing, or having? It's a knee jerk reaction. It's kind of like when you go, oh, this is, it's kind of like when you go into mm, a really big furniture department store. I'm sure wherever you live, you have one of those. And you walk in and you see all of these incredible people who are working there with a clipboard and pen. And they're in different areas of this said really big furniture store. And you walk in and they say, can I help you find anything? Your brain goes, no, I'm just looking, right? So you think about that. Truly, it's kind of funny. No, I'm just looking. What does it actually mean? Well, of course, you're just looking. You're there, right? So it's kind of this like duh statement. But we're so used to responding. We have to answer questions. We're designed to answer questions. So when someone asks you that question, you have this knee-jerk response, which is, no, I'm just looking. So it's the same thing when I ask you, what are you resisting being, doing, or having? Because uh, we're looking to have you have clarity your first response more than likely is going to be nothing. I am not resisting anything at all. So take a moment and go, okay, what if I was resisting something? What could that possibly be? These are such important questions uh, in order to receive the clarity. So we're talking about um, confusion, um, resistance, right? Being stuck is a choice. So we can get out of the stuckedness, ooh, new word, the stuckedness, by asking these different questions, right? So this one I said, what are you resisting being, doing, or having? Or the other one was, what else is possible? Just think about that for a moment when you start asking yourself that question, right? So clarity, if clarity, if we're searching for clarity and that becomes the most important thing, wouldn't it make sense that you need to ask yourself these different questions to open up to the possibilities of what is going on, of the situation itself? When you start really taking a moment to ponder, and this isn't something that will necessarily like you'll ask the question and it will Sometimes the answer comes right away and sometimes it doesn't. I mean, I think I, we need to be in awareness of that, right? But sometimes it comes right away and, and sometimes it doesn't, right? You know, um, as we you know, are heading into the different parts of the, sh of the show today, I just really want to thank you for being here. Truly, whether you're here live um, or you're here listening afterwards, uh, I know that you have a choice. There's a lot of different places for you to be. And the fact that you're just taking this moment to spend with me, I, you know, seriously appreciate it. Right? So you are listening to Ranchal Van Rice on Ignite Your Success with Ranchal here on Inspired Choices Network. Thank you. 
Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with Entrepreneurial Success Coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ran Shell here on Inspired Choices Network. And before we went to commercial, I was sharing with you that one of the ways to um, become unstuck, right? Recognition, we are stuck. To become unstuck, it's to really develop some more clarity. And one way to do that is, of course, is to ask yourself different questions. So stop asking yourself why, because that, that question more often than not keeps you very stuck. And, uh, and then it's difficult then, of course, to become unstuck, number one, with the same brain that created the stuckness. So by asking these different questions, you can receive a little bit more clarity. So the next, uh, I guess, uh, how to the next thing I have with regards to being stuck or becoming unstuck is to become aware of a lack of honesty with yourself. Now on the um, exact opposite of that is to become radically honest, right? And I talk a lot about that, you know, here at Ignite Your Success about becoming radically honest with yourself, right? You are stuck because you're not being honest, right? And you're not being honest with yourself. That sounds probably fairly harsh. And again, I talked earlier about if, if you're triggered during the show, uh, please reach out to me because this is a really important piece. And I remember the first time I heard this and I remember being triggered, which is why I'm, I'm sharing this with you is when I realized uh, that I was stuck because I wasn't being radically honest with myself. It really was a game changer because what was happening was I was mm, basically was just feeding myself a line of BS about the reasons why I was stuck was it was, you know, the way that I was raised, it was uh, what happened in grade two, it was the way that uh, my former husband showed up, it was it was everyone else's fault. It was everyone else's responsibility, I felt at that time, that 
this was going on in my life. And if my life had been different, then I wouldn't feel stuck, right? If, if only this had happened, then that would happen. And one day I was asked about um, if I could do anything different, right? So getting clarity, if I could do anything different or have anything different, what would my life look like? And I really spent some time and I journaled about what I wanted my life to look like, what the possibilities were. And then, then the gentleman that I was working with said, and he didn't ask me why questions either, right? Um, what he said to me is, what did you think are all the reasons why you're in the place that you are in now, right? And when I made my list, some of it had to do with other people and some of it had to do with me. And the, what being, it was pointed out that again, and then I you know, remembered my mom and dad sharing with me that everything was a choice and everything was my responsibility and I needed to be accountable for my life. And what that did for me was I looked at my environment, my circumstances and the results of my life. And I realized that every single decision, every single choice that I had made had got me to the place that I was in. And then it wasn't anyone's responsibility. It wasn't anyone's fault. It had nothing to do with where I grew up. It had nothing to do with who, my, who, was, who, I, who, was, who raised me. It had nothing to do with anything at all, but rather the decisions and choices I had made throughout my life that had led me to the place that I was at. So what the question I asked myself was then who do I need to be? If I'm looking for X, I'm looking in my future and I want this, then who do I need to be? Now, I didn't go into what do I need to do right away, right? Action's important. But the question of who do I need to be is more important because I, and probably like you, if you're listening to the show, you are a doer. You already know how to do. Doing's not the problem, right? But what we're doing is we're, we're behaving a certain way. We have certain beliefs, whether they're limiting beliefs or empowering beliefs that are leading us to decisions, that are leading us to actions, those Actions lead to results. Those results solidify the belief. And we kind of get back into this, um, into this loop. So if we're radically self-honest, we can look at some of our behaviors, some of our actions, and most importantly, what limiting beliefs do we have? What core wounds do we have? And what core fears do we have? And how are those showing up on a regular, everyday basis? So let me give you an example. Um, if you have a core fear about being unworthy or not loved or not valued, um, and your core wound go, that goes along with that is one of rejection and or abandonment, right? If you own a business or you're a profession, professional, and you need to have some sort of conversation, let's say a sales conversation, if you need to have a sales conversation and you have those core wounds and core fears, it's really hard to have a sales conversation if you're afraid of being rejected, right? Makes perfect sense. So 
in order for clarity to come, right, in order for you to become unstuck, pardon me, you need to be aware of what are some of those little, maybe even unaware, uh, limiting beliefs, self-beliefs that you have that are keeping you in a place where you're comfortable, right? It's really, it can be really comfortable um, even if you don't like the results, right? Safety and security is something that we are remind um, that we are wanting, right? We're programmed for safety and security. So then what happens is when we put ourselves in a place of the chance of being rejected, right? In a sales conversation, as this example, that doesn't feel very safe. That doesn't feel very secure. So what happens truly is your brain starts to create some confusion and you remain stuck, right? So when we understand how our brains work, when we understand, so an, um, an example of how the brains work is if you have, a, you have a belief, not if, you have a belief, right? You have a, a belief is, leads to a thought. A thought leads to an emotion. A chemical reaction happens. An emotion leads to a result, and that result might be stuck, right? That result might be that you feel stuck. That result might be procrastination or self-sabotage or one of those things might happen. Then you have a result, and that result then solidifies the belief, right? So it's kind of, it's like a circle, right? You have a, a thought. A belief, a thought, emotion, result, and then evidence of result. So in this particular case, we're talking about feeling stuck. And that one of the reasons why we are stuck is we're not, you know, we're really not looking at ourselves in a radically self-honest way. We're not, we're not really being honest about what are some of our beliefs we might be facing. We're not really being honest about some of our core wounds or core fears. And we just hope that it all goes away. That over age, right? So as I get wiser, older and wiser, it's just going to go away. But it doesn't. It actually gets to be even more solid. The limiting beliefs, the older you get, if you're not um, working through them, working on them, they, they become so in brain science, right, um, with neuro, in neuroplasticity, sometimes called neuroscience, you're creating a neural pathway. And the older we get, the stronger that neural pathway becomes. So it makes sense, does it not, is that the older we get, the more difficult it is for us to change our behavior as well, right? So feeling stuck becomes something that we just get used to. We repress the emotions, we suppress the emotions. Maybe we even go to... Um, uh, go to, uh, oh, I'm having a, lost my word, numb. There we go. I knew it would come back. We go to numb ourselves, right? So you might numb yourselves through alcohol. Uh, you might numb yourself through drugs or scrolling through social media, um, lots of TV, all of those kinds of things, right? Because what we're trying to do is numb the pain, right? trying to to numb the idea of what would be what would happen if we actually decided to look at ourselves through a new lens and this can be this can be tough because we are the way that we are because of how we've been programmed we are the way we are because of the values that we have the the, the series of beliefs that we have called paradigm 
So sometimes you need to engage and ask people that you that you trust, right? And and you can ask them about certain behaviors that maybe you have an inkling of and ask them for honest feedback, right? That's a little humbling. I did that um, when after my former husband and I split up and I was entering into a new relationship, I noticed that some of the same challenges I had with my new relationship, my boyfriend, those also showed up in my former marriage. Well, guess the common denominator was me. So you're like, okay, wait a minute. This thing keeps on showing up. Perhaps maybe it's Ranchelle. So having these uh, open and honest conversations with people about maybe some of the things that they see will help you become radically self-honest with yourself, right? So as I said earlier, stuck comes from a lack of clarity. You can gain uh, um, more clarity by asking different questions, asking some open-ended questions. Stuck also comes from a lack of self-honesty, right? Pretending things that are okay, um, sometimes numbing ourselves because we are, we're not willing to go there. We're not willing to face our shadow selves. That might be going on as well, right? One of the greatest questions to ask in order to really be in that self-awareness, that self-honesty, is where are you now and where do you truly want to be? Now, what's important here is not asking yourself where you think you can be. This is different. This is a different question. It's like if I could wave a magic wand and you could be anywhere and do anything, what would that look like? That's the kind of question I'm asking, right? Because that really then, again, because of brain science, Spirituality as well allows us to take a look at what's going on in our lives through a different lens. And this is what's so important, right? Looking at this through a, through a different lens. The next one I want to share with you, and, and I'll just chat with you briefly and then we'll you know, head into our next commercial break. So being stuck also comes from feeling like, behaving like, you're a victim. And again, this one is a pretty, this one certainly triggered me when I realized that I was wearing what I referred to as my cloak of victimhood. It was, it was a tough day when I remembered that. So, but for now, I would like to thank you so much for being here with me on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Ranchal Embrace, and you are on Ignite Your Success with Ranchal. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach, Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. 
We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back, everyone. Again, my name is Ranchelle Van Bryce. I'm so excited to have you here on Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. And um, my business actually is called Ignite Your Success Coaching and Consulting. And I often work with entrepreneurs um, who want to learn what I refer to things as the sacred art of business, right? So this is a really important subject for me. And what does it actually mean to have the sacred art of business? What I have experienced over the last, I would say probably three years, is there's a shift in how we're showing up doing business. And I guide people from that old way of doing business into what I refer to as the new way of being or the new way of business. Um, and I'm so like, you know, so passionate about really helping entrepreneurs in this space and place of creating a life and using their business as a vehicle. And that really came from experience. When I had the Curbs franchises, I, you know, did not have a life. I had a business. Um, and, you know, I had two young children at the time and a husband at the time and everyone around me, I sacrificed so much time, sacrificed my health for my business. And there was about halfway through my career, I realized that that really wasn't the best choice. Right. And so I started making changes. And one of those changes I'm talking about is being in awareness of when I was feeling stuck, accepting responsibility that I was was my choices, the sum of my choices that got me to, to feeling stuck and started to learn tools um, and different ways of asking questions and a different way to show up. Right. So that I could really move from feeling stuck and feeling overwhelmed because that's part of feeling stuck into the space of being able to look at my business um, and my life through a different lens. You know, so earlier I talked about, you know, clarity is so important. Um, and then of course the next piece of that uh, under clarity is being radically self-honest, right? You know, where are you, where you wanna be and what's preventing you? Meaning what kind of behaviors are you doing? Uh, what kind of choices are you making that's preventing you? Um, and, uh, and all of those things that go with that. Just before commercial, I talked about the, last, the third one, which is behaving like a victim. And this is, um, this is really important. And again, I understand it can be a bit of a trigger for people because we really don't want to consider that we're wearing a, cloaked, a, vic a cloak of victim. So how do you know if that's going on? Well, you will feel like everything or some things, but everything, I'm going to be extreme. Everything is happening to you. You will feel like things are happening to you. You will feel like you're, you're not getting a break. You'll feel like the um, waiting, like the shoe, the other shoe is going to drop. You'll feel like bad ha things happen in three. You'll feel like all good things happen for other people, but it never happens for me. You'll feel envy and jealousy when you look at other, other people's successes. That is part of actually being a victim. And again, it's something that we don't talk a, uh, talk a lot about. No one wants to walk around and say, yes, look at me. I was totally behaving like a victim and, and here's all the consequences of that, right? And I, you know, I, um, I think my most pivotal moment in my life um, came at a time when I realized how strong 
how heavy, I'll use that word, how heavy my cloak of victimhood was. And it was a time when my former husband and I were together and we were in serious, serious financial trouble. We were actually facing bankruptcy and I was waiting for him to have conversations with me around it. So, and I kept on saying to him, when you're ready to talk about this, we should, we should do something about this. Like, let's do this together. Let's do this together. And I really wanted it to be a together thing. In our relationship, I was more the dominant one. I was the one who decided pretty much everything, right? Where we were going to live, the vehicles that we were going to buy, the house that we had, um, and all of those things, right? So being the more dominant in the relationship, um, you know, it was, it was interesting because as we, as we made choices, um, you know, not some great financial choices, when we were facing bankruptcy. Part of the reason why we were facing bankruptcy was when, when decisions were being made, and I'm being the dominant one in the decision-making process, I just wanted him to love me so much that I was afraid to say no to him. Right. So we were doing things that we really shouldn't have been doing from a financial perspective. Right. And so one day, I realized that I was waiting for him to be in conversation with me. And I realized that he didn't have the capacity to do that. And it wasn't, it wasn't judging him. I just, it was like, I was um, just remember it like it happened yesterday. I was in our kitchen uh, in Camrose, Alberta, which is where we were living. And um, I just thought, you know what? He is never going to sit down with me and have this really, really tough conversation. He's never going to be able to make these decisions that need to be made. And, um, and my part in it was, I never had the courage to say no. I never, I wanted him, I, I wanted him to love me so much that, and that's different than loving somebody, right? So there, so that's also victimhood. So I did, I made the decision that day that I would, um, I would, I would take on the responsibility, hundred percent, owning the owning all the things that were going on with our finances. And it was a, it was a two way street. So I'm not saying I took that on like to be like the hero or like the martyr, right? That wasn't I wasn't it wasn't from that perspective. It was just this aha moment, knowing that he didn't have the capacity to be there in the way that I wanted him to be there. Now notice how I was putting something on him and he didn't have the capacity to do it. Now that doesn't make him a bad, a bad husband, a bad man, a bad father. This is just the isness of the situation. So I realized that all of these decisions that I had made was leading us to facing bankruptcy. He didn't have the capacity to sit with me. So I better figure shit out on my own. And it really came. And then I, then I started to see of all the ways that I was showing up in a space where I was waiting to be rescued uh, of a space of it's his fault because it's my um, former business, uh, business partner's fault because it's the staff's fault because. And all of a sudden, I realized that I was not accepting responsibility for anything for anything. And that moment changed the trajectory of my life. That's how big of a moment it was when I realized that I and I alone was responsible for all the things that had gone down. Now, notice I didn't say fault, but responsible. I shed the cloak of victimhood 
And I realized that I being responsible, every decision that I had made had led me to where I was. And all I need to do was make different choices. All I need to do was to make different decisions. And I would get out of the rut that I was in. I would get out of the place of being stuck and overwhelmed and facing bankruptcy. And I, and I would get out of it. And I did. And I say I, because and it wasn't that he didn't participate at all, but it wasn't his responsibility. Now, I'm sure there's like a whole bunch of people getting up in arms with that. But hear me out. Okay, hear me out. Is he was responsible for his part in it. Right. And he and he, too, might have been behaving like a victim. I don't know. That's not my pile of poo. Right. What was what is important, though, was for me to own it and for me to make the decisions to show up differently because I didn't want to claim bankruptcy. I had debts and I wanted to honor those debts. Was it easy? Hell no. It was the it was truly the hardest thing I ever had to do. But, you know, in deciding to become hmm, victorious, right, deciding to become empowered, deciding to make decisions, right, facing all of the humility that I felt around the bankruptcy, um, facing all the creditors, the people that we knew in the city that we lived, the gossip that was going on, facing all of that made me so strong made me so very, very strong. And some of the effects on that I'm, there's pieces of it that I, that I still feel like, right. If I've forgotten to pay a bill, right. I I'm, I'm reminded of that. Right. So I, there's pieces of it that we still might carry. And I shared that with you because I think one of the things that's so important is continuously being radically honest with yourself. But I believe in being radically honest, whether I'm coaching you or you're listening to me, I don't want you to think that I have all of my shit together, right? Um, most days I'm pretty, I, most days I'm pretty like, yeah, I got this. And some days I totally suck, right? Said with love and self-compassion to myself, right? But this is what it's, this is what being radically self-honest is about. If this is about facing your demons, this is about saying things and owning your own piles of poo, right? We move from victimhood by owning our own piles of poo and being in awareness when it's yours or it belongs to somebody else, meaning piles of shit whether it's your pile of poo or someone else's pile of poo, right? And you don't need to go and say, you know, although I have been known to be like, well, that's actually not my, that's not, you know, my circus, not my monkey, as my parents would say, right? And so you do, you, you become, you start to become unstuck as you realize what areas in your life are you feeling like something's happening to you and you're not owning it. What we're looking for is moving from a place of something's happening to me to having this awareness that everything happens for me. Everything happens for me, not to me. And so even when you're facing overwhelm or you're facing feeling stuck, you can use that. And you can go, wait a minute. If I know that everything happens for me and I'm feeling stuck, then what parts of this stuck can I own, right? Where am I stuck? What situation is stuck? What core wounds am I facing? What core fears am I facing, right? What limiting beliefs may I be facing, 
right? And you start to just be, again, this radically honest with yourself. You start to look to see the patterns of behavior that you have over and over and over again, right? We all move, we all have a place where things become habitual, right? I mean, that's the way our brains are wired. So in your life, where are you showing up with these habits, right? Where are you showing up with the habits? And are they moving you forward to the life that you want, to the business that you want, or are they keeping you stuck? But it's your decision. It is your choice. When you start to own everything, when you start to see that every every decision that you've made, every action you've taken, every behavior you have is a choice, you start to feel so empowering, right? Um, So confident. Uh, Your self-esteem raises. Your self-love raises because you're in awareness of everything around you. And you, you, I'm going to say never, and I say that because, I mean, we all have bad days, but you never feel like someone is doing something to you. It's very rarely, and it still happens, but it's very rare that I actually take things personal because I work on the self-honesty. I work on Um, not being the victim. So this all being stuck. And I work on having clarity about not only where do I want to be, but who am I being right now? Right. And that's so very, very important. Right. So one of the things that I want to to chat with you about, so there's these three things that I've I've talked about, right? Clarity, um, self, self, radical self-honesty and moving from victimhood to being victorious, right? And the ways and means, the questions you need to ask yourself, the different behaviors that you need to take, and the way that your brain works. So it makes it really simple. Three simple things to get you from a place of being stuck to unstuck, right? Now, when we get back from um, our break here, I'm going to share with you a bit more neuroscience around a few things, bring in some spirituality, tie this all together in a nice little boat so that it makes sense so that you can apply. Because if you just are, are always listening, you know, and thank you for listening, if you're always just listening to something, but you're not taking the information and you're not asking, how do I actually apply this, integrate this and embody this? This is also why you will remain stuck. So thank you again for being here with me, Ranchelle at Inspired Choices Network. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with Entrepreneurial Success Coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back here, uh, here with me, Ranchelle at Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle on Inspired Choices Network. Um, you know, as we're entering into the, into the end of the show, I was thinking about a couple of things, you know, uh, the recap, of course, right? Uh, you're feeling stuck. You just need to ask yourself some open-ended questions, ask yourself some different questions so that you can have some clarity. Being radically self-honest is important and removing the cloak of victimhood. Those are three steps that I took and I continue to take to help me when I'm feeling stuck. Um, for me, sometimes stuck also feels like overwhelmed. So I do want to mention that word. I think it's so important, right, when we're feeling overwhelmed um, because now there's a little bit of different energy to it, but the both both seem to lead to procrastination. Both seem to lead to maybe even self-sabotage or just complete inaction. Uh, both of those will lead to what I refer to as fight, flight, or freeze, right? The way that our brains are wired. So we have our limbic system right in the back. We have our prefrontal cortex. They work together, right? So when you're in this feeling of stuck, when you're in this feeling of overwhelm, you're going to move into this fight, flight, or freeze. And when you do that, your brain is seriously, what it's doing is searching for safety and security. It wants the safety and security, right? And so in doing that, then um, it will move you to a place <clears throat> where if you're feeling this, again, then we'll go stuck or overwhelmed. If you're feeling this way, your brain is gonna look for a ways and means for you, right? To not feel this way. It is designed this way now. Why is this important for you to know? It's because stuck, number one, is a choice. But the other thing is, is when you're stuck or if you're feeling overwhelmed, what I'd like you to do is take a moment and pause and enjoy the being stuck. Enjoy the isness of the situation, right? So what do I actually mean by that? Like what in the H do I mean by that? Here's the thing. When you are feeling this way, it's just your brain's reaction, your brain's response to the situation that you find yourself in, right? And when we are experiencing this stuckness, moving into having gratitude for being stuck, right? So in my, in my world, the things that I would say is, I am so grateful that I'm having this experience of stuck. Because when I feel stuck, I also know when I'm unstuck, how that feels. And when I'm unstuck, I can feel the gratitude of being unstuck because I have felt stuck. Now, I know that sounds a little crazy. I get that. But one of the things that happens is um, what, when we're doing that, when we're experiencing something, let's say it's like stuck that we don't want, one of the... I, 11 spiritual truths that I want to share with you is called the law of polarity. So law of polarity is everything in nature is created as a whole, right? So if there's a feeling of stuck and you're in stuck, like you're stuck, <laughs> there's also the possibility of ease and flow, of movement, of being unstuck. Lack of clarity, there's a possibility of clarity, right? Victimhood, there's a possibility of being and feeling victorious. So when you really understand how this law works, 
you can move into gratitude for the experience that you're having, even if the experience doesn't feel great. You can move into the experience of not feeling good and you can own it. Because one of the things that we've, we've often lacked growing up is this ability to self-soothe, this ability to move, through, move from stuck to unstuck, this ability to move from um, pain to ease and flow. And one of the things that we do is we try to figure out what action we need to take. And when we, the action we need to take isn't like, what do I need to do? but more so having the experience of who do I need to be? And then you can ask yourself, what do you need to do after that? So what we're talking about is moving from this place of what's my next step? What do I need to do? What do I need to do? What do I need to do? To like, okay, wait a minute, I'm feeling stuck. Let me have gratitude for where I am right now. Let me feel all the feels that stuck comes along. And then let me ask those questions that, right, that Ranchal talked about. Let me ask, what else is possible, right? Let me ask, what's the truth in this? Let me ask, what am I resisting being, doing, or having, right? Let me be radically self-honest with myself. Let me have this awareness of, hey, this is how I'm showing up. Well, no wonder I'm feeling stuck because I'm facing this limiting belief of I'm not enough. And if I'm facing this limiting belief of I'm not enough, I'm not going to take a chance to do things like, I don't know, have sales calls or create a new marketing funnel or, uh, you know, be on an incredible show and share your message. Right? So all of these things can will happen. And if you keep on just thinking, what's the next thing I need to do? What's the next thing I need to do? You will continually de- go down this spiral because it's not about doing. And the thing is, we've been programmed that's about doing. But what if it wasn't? What if it was simply about being? Simply about appreciating where you are right now. Simply about, again, being honest. Where do you want to be? Right? Not asking yourself, why aren't you there? Because again, your brain will tell you that you're not there because you suck. Like, right? Or your version, your version, right? That would be mine, right? Well, it's because you suck, Ranchelle, right? Because this happened when you were like, I don't know, 10 or some crazy stuff. It's, it's amazing. How, I mean, our brains are like so fantastic. It's amazing how that works. Right? So, you know, as you're going through this, this feeling of what does stuck actually feel like, right? And um, being so self-aware, right? Awareness truly is the key for everything else that you want on the other side. Awareness, right? Um, clarity, as I mentioned early, radical honesty, that's a huge one, very, very important, right? And then when I always talk about taking inspired, right, taking inspired action, uh, that is also important, because it's one thing just to be, you also got to do, but be first, and then do. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Ranchelle returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant, be you.